everyone, welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. Speaking of traveling in northern Philippines, we're now in Baguio. Uh, Baguio is an amazing mountain uh, resort. Beautiful views and uh, they have the famous rice terraces in this area. So make sure you check out our blog, our social media, our YouTube channel for a lot more pictures and uh, post about uh, our travels here to the Philippines and beyond. And as we're traveling, we love interviewing fellow world tra travelers. And I have one on the show here today. Um, our guest today is actually a single dad who has an amazing YouTube channel a series called Breaking Dad. And I'm going to be actually featured on that one talking about travel. And I'll have the link to that episode uh, below. Uh, so Peters. And uh, he's a dad of an amazing daughter, and uh, he's an amazing YouTuber. So we're going to be getting a lot of insights into fatherhood YouTube, and video blogging. Uh, so, Daniel, uh, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. It is, uh, we're, we're, we're getting to start early this morning. Can we get this in before I uh, had to go to work? <laughs> yeah, and uh, in Asia is it's the time zones are the opposite of North America. So in North America, people are just getting up. And, and the Europeans, it's like 8 p.m. And uh, in, um, you know, Eastern time, that's 8 a.m. So exactly 12 hours ahead. Right, right. So yeah, I end up the, doing a lot of uh, coaching calls, my podcast interviews, uh, uh, client work in the evening. So I'm working usually like 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m. until midnight. But hey, it's Digital Nomad Journey, you got to work with North America time zone. So uh, it's right. fun. I'm a night owl anyway. So uh, before we get into the fatherhood and the YouTube and the video blogging, why don't you share a little bit more about yourself? You know, um, you, you mentioned that, that, you know, we had a traveler here. I, I'll just be upfront with everyone. I'm not really a traveler. Um, I, I don't travel that much, you know, as far as my traveling extent we go to, to festivals and things here locally but I, i'm not one of these travel abroad type uh guys you know as far as me you know I, i'm i'm kind of your average american dad you know i i get up i go to work i take care of the kids and rinse repeat every day that, that's that's kind of uh that's kind of my story um you know i i got divorced uh, a couple years ago and one thing that I know for me, when I got divorced, is I realized, you know, look, there's there's not a lot of resources out there for uh, single dads, and that that's kind of how my whole online social media presence came about. Was you know, I, I wanted there to be a resource out there for for guys to be able to turn to um, that, that focused on more than just the legal battle because when you know that relationship ends or, or whatever with with uh, the, the other parent there's a lot more to that relationship ending than than uh just the the custody battle or, or the custody agreement or whatever it, it's very much uh you, you basically have to reinvent yourself um and, and that's kind of that's kind of what my channel has been about my youtube channel is just kind of coming to terms with myself and how i do it and you know, I'll just throw that disclaimer how I do it doesn't work for everyone. How real you're on your YouTube channel before they knew you actually had a chance to watch a few of that. 
episodes is the divorce rate is skyrocketing 50% plus and a lot of single dads are uh, you know uh, struggling with things like you mentioned and um, you know um, you know obviously the kids get, getting affected as well so I'd love to cover the whole area of uh, you know being a single dad because I um, don't have enough resources and support um, so tell us about your own journey as a single dad and what did you do to speak oh. and to um, maintain a good relationship with your ex and also make sure your daughter has the you know, as possible. Tell us what you what have you done? Well, um, you know, I, I kind of like uh, I, if there's any single dads out there, they're watching this. Uh, the, the, here's the one thing I want to tell you is when your marriage, your relationship, whatever first ends, just be prepared for it. You're going to go through a period of time that you hate yourself, the world and everyone in it. Um, and I think that's fairly common for every guy. And you've pretty much got to come to terms with, okay, just because this happened, uh, this doesn't define, you know, what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, you have to make the choice of either staying in this bitter, angry, hate-filled place, or you taking a step and rise above it. Um, you know, you, you mentioned that, that we do the Breaking Dad show. Uh, this is something that, that myself and another uh, creator, WGBS Podcast, actually started about about ten weeks ago or so, um, or a little over a little over a month and a half ago. Uh, basically, what this is is it's a self-empowerment podcast for, for, for men. Um, we cover everything from men's rights, father's rights. Um, we'll tackle social issues in relation to fatherhood, parenting in general. Uh, while a lot of what I do is geared towards single dads, um, you know, it, it's not, it's not strictly for single dads. You know, I want the single mom to be able to come in and join in on the conversation and, and gain a value in, in a relation there. Uh, and, and then we get in straight down to the nuts and bolts of parenting. So, you know, we, we were five episodes in, we do it every two weeks on Wednesday nights. Um, the, you know, we've covered everything from, um, Oh, I'm drawing a complete blank here. Uh, we've covered uh, stranger danger. We have covered, uh, the last one was toxic masculinity, um, we have talked about, um, schools like, like education, what, what that is and what that means to us and what we expect out of education. We've talked about the school shootings. We talked about this 30 year old guy and the failure to launch, uh, this bit of the news recently. Uh, we kind of hit a lot of things that are very pertinent to what's going on in the world and how, how the image of dads and fathers and, you know, that we did our task toxic masculinity show last week and, you know, two of the things we talked about was very much the 30 year old that the parents had to kick him out of the house with a court order. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of the head. And then uh, the dad who was playing Pokemon and his kid got on the other side. And so you had to have Spider-Man come rescue him. Um, last week was a very rough week for dads because you had all these images of uh, in the media of dads being portrayed as these very terrible, uncaring, un, un, un ill-equipped human beings. And, and, and that's really not the case. Um, I, I want dads, you know, for, from what we do, I want them to feel very empowered that they are capable 
of standing up and, and being a, a strong, influential part of their kids' lives because there's this, I guess you would call it dogma attached to fatherhood once you leave uh, the relationship with, with the child's mother that, you know, oh, well, dad's not a necessity. And, and I completely disagree with that. Dads and fathers play a very huge role. Um, and I also see that dads, I'm in a lot of different um, groups via Facebook and Reddit of single fathers. And one of the common things that I see is they have it in their mind of, well, I just have to lay down and kind of do what mama says. And that's not the case anymore. Uh, you know, for example, where I live here in, in Kentucky, and there's a lot of states that are starting to follow suit in this, is there is no more full custody to the mother, sole custody to the mother and all this garbage. By default, it is 50-50 between mom and dad. And that's where it should be. Um, I know in, in my experience, you know, I, I went through this this place of, you know, my ex-wife and I, we very much hated one another after after the divorce. Uh, we're still at a point, you know, here it is, divorce has been signed for over two years now. Uh, we still don't like one another. But we finally came to a point that, you know, one, we never fought in front of the kids when, when we had our disagreements. Even when we were married, we never fought in front of the kids. Um, that was something that neither one of us ever believed in. Um, but, you know, as, as far as me saying anything negative about her, I, I would never say anything negative in front of the kids about her. And likewise, she doesn't do it to me. Um, we we are kind of at that point where we set all of those that animos animosity towards one another aside, uh, which is very hard to do. Um, it, it is very difficult to do, but we set all that aside and do what's best for Charlie, uh, which is our daughter together. And my, uh, you know, I have a stepson from that relationship as well. That, that you know, I'm still very active, you know, an active part in his life. Uh, because I'm the only father he's ever known. So we set all that animosity and we will ask each other, okay, well, what we're doing here is not productive for, you know, Charlie and the boy here. So there's no point in us actually having this conversation, right? And we'll just walk away. Um, and we'll come back in a much clearer thought process and in a clear thought path. And I think that's a value that I hope to encourage with what I'm doing for other parents out there because you see it so much, uh, all these horror stories of parents, you know, it's just, it, it's a mess. It, and what they don't realize is how much they're damaging their kids through those actions. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing so vulnerably. Uh, viewers. Definitely um, single moms and dads need some kind of outlet. And uh, typically, women are much better at getting the outlet in terms of uh, the friendships, the camaraderie. But men typically are the cavemen, right? We keep our feelings balled up and we keep it inside. But nowadays, the modern man, the modern dad, definitely uh, are becoming much more open in terms of sharing uh, through blogs, through podcasts, through YouTube channels, uh, through catharsis and meeting, uh, you know, dads groups, etc. Uh, and you're obviously uh, doing a great job of providing support and resources through all, all of the established. Uh, so tell us about the origin um, in terms of uh, when did you have the idea to go more public 
uh, in terms of your uh, through your YouTube uh, channel and video blogging. Uh, tell us about that thought process when you decided to go from going to the uh, caveman uh, time and now becoming much more open and uh, um, get, becoming a support now. Uh, tell us about, about the journey. Um, well, you know, I. It, I, I I talked a little bit about the um, the toxic place that you would be into uh, after a divorce, and that, that's kind of where I was. Is I was just in this place where I felt like my world was just coming apart. I said, "Okay, I've got to refocus my energy somewhere." And, and I've always been someone who enjoyed video games, uh, so I started up a YouTube channel that was focused around gaming. I, I became a streamer, uh, so I started streaming video games. And I I kind of hit this point of, okay, I've got these people showing up here every time to hang out with me. Um, games weren't something I, I was passionate about. I just enjoyed doing it. I said, okay, I, I was like, these people are showing up and listening and interacting with me. I was like, I, I could do some real good with for people here. Um, it's taken me a long time to get to a point, you know, a couple years here, you know, because I've been doing this for about three years. The current channel that I'm on has been here since last. Oh, I want to say it was last January, uh, January 17. I, I pushed the reset button, got rid of my old gaming channel, and just started fresh as nothing but vlog and family content. Um, so I pushed that reset button and I came back and rebranded everything as Dose of Dad and. Basically, it was just kind of this idea of, okay, I want to just, it started out as I want to show other dads of, hey, just because the situation may not be perfect, you can still be a good dad. Um, and I apologize. Somebody's in here with watching their tablet this morning. <laughs> so you may hear them. Um, from there, it just, it's kind of been growing. And I went through this evolution to where I'm at now of, you know, last fall I had some very good, uh, some very good videos, some some very good. But I was I was still kind of scattered. You know, if if you looked at my content, it was kind of like a scatter plot. You know, it just but it had no consistency. There was no no linear vision there of, of where we were going or where I was going. But then you then I hit the spring and I, and I finally I got to a point that I got depressed over my content because I felt like I was spinning my wheels. I wasn't getting anywhere. Um. And I just, I got frustrated and I ended up taking a three month hiatus and I'm just now launching back into bringing the content back. I, my first step was to do start up breaking dad, uh, web show. And now this past week, the, I don't even want to call them vlogs. It came back, but, but i came back with this formula of every vlog or every video I'm telling a story but I'm making sure that in the way that I, I tell that story, I'm providing some kind of message that, you know, whether it be a message of self-improvement, whether it be a message of fatherhood, whether it be a message of just life or how to take on adversity or, or whatever it may be, there, there's some type of message ingrained to every one of those videos. Um, so far, the product that, that I'm that I'm able to put out now, um, people are responding really well to it. You know, given I'm not getting hundreds of thousands of views or anything, I'm look. I'm a fat bald dad from Kentucky. It's going to take a while, but you know, I, I'm very much happier now with where my content is headed than, than I was. You know, say three four months ago.
Awesome. So Daniel, I'd like to break down your channel and your videos uh, just uh, because I wanted to uh, inspire other people to get into video blogging. A lot of people have fears about uh, being uh, confident. A lot of people have fears about the equipment needed, uh, the editing process, and uh, you know, not being perfect, quote unquote. Uh, so tell us firstly the equipment and the editing. Uh, what are you using in terms of shooting? Is it a combination of smartphone, DSLR, equipment, okay. and also editing? Okay. Well, you know, I, I've been like I said, I've been at this for a few years. Um, so over time, I have. You know, I've got the Sony RX 100s and, you know, I've got a couple of those. I've got, you know, a, a cell phone I can do B-roll on. Uh, doesn't even have phone service on it, but, you know, I can shoot B-roll on it. Uh, I've got a Mavic um, and that is, I've got tripods and lighting and all, all that stuff. Starting out, here's my advice to someone. Um, all that equipment if this is all you have then go with it because i'm i'm going to tell you as long as you have a message and you are genuine in the content that you make meaning that you put yourself out there um and you know don't just don't hold it back do the best you can with what you got your message will resonate with people uh it, it may not be everyone you know i know my message isn't going to resonate with everyone but there are people out there that it is going to resonate with and that's how you're going to, to gain that following. I, you know, as far as equipment, equipment, I'm I'm kind of one of those of you know if I use what the least bit I have to carry with me, the better off I am. Because trying to keep track of my little Tasmanian devil in there, um, out in public and lag around all this camera equipment is just not efficient. So I, you know, I try to take. It's usually I've got uh, the RX 100 and she has ran off. Well, nope, there it is. You know, and just a little gorilla pod. And that's all I've got. Now, there's some days I just take this. If I know all I'm going to be doing is B-roll is I'll take this. I've got a clip that goes on the cell phone and I just screw this on there and boom, I've got my camera if I don't need audio. Um, just use as little as you can get by with. It, it, you don't have to be shooting your video in this, this 1080p 60 or uh, 4k or anything. That's a gimmick. That's a gimmick. Just, just put out a quality product that you are proud of. And that's where the success to gaining an audience starts. So Daniel, uh, you covered the equipment and uh, obviously you're a pro here because you've been doing it a while. Uh, but uh, I like your advice about the best can, right? So and most of us have a smartphone, uh, quite easy to shoot on, and the quality is amazing. Tell us about the editing. Uh, so you have all this amazing footage, internal footage, then you have your B-roll kind of side background footage. And then uh, tell us about the process. Uh, you have all this footage. And uh, what do you do to make magic and the post-production and getting it out there onto YouTube? Well, when I figure out what that magic is, I'll be, I'll be the first to let y'all know. Um, <laughs> Uh, reality is I use Adobe Premiere. Um, I just, I kind of sat down and I, I've, I've over time, I've just kind of created this little checklist of, you know, okay, what's work. You know, I, I have a notebook that every video that I sit down to do, you know, I will have a full log of, okay, I, these are the shots I need to make it work. Everything else is just filler. 
Um, and, and I will go from start to finish on these videos of, okay, well, this is my talking points. This is what I got to hit. This is what I got to cover and everything else outside of that. I just do straight from the hip. Um, I found that for me, and this again, results may vary. Uh, for me, if I try to script all that out, uh, it becomes a discombobulated mess and it, it falls apart every time because nothing, nothing ever goes, goes as you plan when you're making a video. I, I don't care how well you plan. It just won't. Uh, so I find it better to just kind of roll with the punches. Uh, and I'll give you an example. The, the, the video that's releasing this Friday is about us going to the brass band festival. And I had all this epic stuff planned. Well, it rained off and on and we missed the hot air balloon races and, um, all this stuff. So I ended up having to stop and change direction and go reshoot half the vlog or video at the park. Um, so I, I still ended up with a good product, but it was just being able to roll with the punches. And as far as in post is, is manipulating stuff, uh, I try to focus. The, the one thing that's really helping me, uh, movement, it is just keeping it moving to keep the viewer engaged. If, you know, as you can tell, I have a, a tendency to get very long-winded here, and I've, I truly apologize. But, <laughs> um, you know, about 30 seconds. If you are in the same spot for 30 seconds, uh, it is kind of my rule of thumb and you haven't had a movement or a transition of some kind, even if you're continuing the same thought, you know, for example, if I'm here and I'm talking and then all of a sudden, boom, I, I cut the camera over here and I'm talking, even if I'm continuing the same thought, it's keeping some continuity. It's keeping some movement into it because the longer you sit there in the same spot, your viewer is disengaging. Um, and this seems to be working for me, you know, I know, and I'm not, I don't want to get down into the nuts and bolts analytics, but you know, my last video, I did a much better job of keeping that movement going. Uh, and I have like a 60 plus percent retention rate, which I haven't had in a long, long time. Uh, so that tells me, you know, okay, I did something right with that. I don't know if it was the hype or the movement. So we'll find out this Friday, uh, once the, once the numbers come back, but magic and editing don't be afraid to try new things uh there, there's I, I i learned something new every week i just transitioned over from sony vegas to adobe premiere so i'm going through a learning phase uh because adobe has lots of bells and whistles that uh i'm gonna be honest i don't know what most of those buttons do uh <laughs> So uh, one of the keys, obviously, to get found on YouTube great graphics and great thumbnails. And I think uh, you're definitely good at doing that. I've seen the thumbnails on your channel. And uh, uh, tell us about that, the whole graphic thumbnails. What are you using there? And what are some tips? What are some tips for people who want to create their own good thumbnails so they, they can also be found on YouTube? Um, well, I'm going to be 110% honest and transparent here. You look up a guy called Roberto Blake and you buy his small YouTuber starter kit when it goes on sale for 50 bucks, because that's, that's what I did because I suck at Photoshop. I'm terrible at it. I I'm colorblind. Um, you know, when, when I got married, my, my, my now ex-wife, she made fun of me because my closet was literally white t-shirts and blue jeans. That's all it was because I have no color coordination whatsoever. So it, it was all, 
yeah, go 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 get Roberto's because I can't give you any good art advice. Uh, my my channel banner and all that. Uh, it was a template that I just I just kind of modified and made my own where where I could drag and drop and pull stuff in and out. I'm terrible at, at digital art, so. I can't give you any really good advice. The only thing I can say is the YouTube algorithm on thumbnails loves big blocky letters. So on my thumbnails, I try to use these big blocky letters. They're easy to read because the algorithm will read your thumbnail. And then I make sure that I use for, for visibility, you know, I tie what's in the thumbnail into the title somehow and then i make sure that i'm using the words that are in my thumbnail and my description and my title in the description and then i keyword them in uh in the seo for the tags excuse me because and it just it kind of all works together and if you ever pulled up one of my videos and looked at the tags i don't use one word tags i use phrases uh i know it says keywords but if you go searching one words on on youtube you're never going to rank that stuff and get it to the top of the search results. You're going to have to focus on those phrases like uh, how to bake a cake. Uh, there's going to be 10 million views for that. And there are 10 million videos out there for that. So what you need to do is you need to niche it or get it uh, to a point. So how to bake a cake uh, without, or how to bake a cake with wheat flour. You know, something that makes that video unique that someone might search for, and that's going to increase your rankings to get you more discoverable. Uh, social media, you know, you and I, we met in fatherhood for the rest of us. I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's the group we met in. You know, social media networking, that's how you get your name out there and you get, uh, you know, get your presence out there. You know, you start posting, interacting, engaging. When I say interact and engage, don't post your crap to other places and just expect people to watch it. Uh, get to know them, you know, let them know who you are, what you're about, you know, talk to them about them because it's not all, it's not about me. You know, my channel is not, well, yes, from the outside, it looks like it's about me, but it's not about me. It's about what I can do and the offer I can value or the value I can offer someone else. Doing that, um, you know, by being a voice and a support net network uh, uh, to other uh, single dads. Uh, so I'm curious to know about the future, Daniel, uh, in terms of your own parenting journey, uh, your father journey, and of course, your video blogging. Uh, what are some of your goals uh, going forward uh, for all those things? Um. Well, you know, I want to have this unrealistic dream that a lot of people get into this and, and have is uh, I want to be YouTube famous and have all the monies. Um, but realistically, you know, I want to just build a recognizable brand that, that can be related to father positive, you know, you know, positivity through fatherhood and parenting, um, you know, just just. Uh, a brand, essentially a brand. That's that's what I'm working on building here is something people that can, that, that can just relate it to fatherhood. And as far as my video content, you know, I'm going to keep turning away. I'm just getting fired back up on this new path and this, this new uh, strategy for content creation. So uh, we're going to see how this works out over the next few months. Um, dad life, you know, look, my little girl, she starts preschool this year. Um, I, I'm very, 
I don't, I wish she could just stop growing now because she's at that age where daddy's a superhero. Um, well, she's potty trained and she thinks daddy's a superhero and I'm like the greatest thing ever. So that I don't want her to keep growing. I'm done with her growing. She can stop here, but she starts preschool this fall. Um, I would be a liar if, if I didn't say I was a little, I'm happy about it, but I'm sad too, because it's, it's going to cut into the time I have with her. So, um, you know, just day at a time, man, that's all you can handle, handle father. They don't hand you a book the day they're born and be like, Hey, here's how you do this. Um, and every kid is different. You know, my, my advice may not work for your kids because your kids may have completely different personalities. I'm raising look that 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 kid sitting in there on that couch uh playing with her tablet right now i, I swear to you she's a she's a 34 four year old man in a four-year-old little girl's body because just the attitude and personality within her she's too much like her father awesome awesome well i uh, looking forward to uh, following you along on your journey ahead uh, daniel uh so for the sake if a viewer also on uh, iTunes and the podcast directories, if they wanted to connect with you and uh, follow your YouTube uh, vlogging journey, maybe ask you some questions on how uh, they can get started as a YouTuber or even some questions to do with fatherhood and uh, being a single parent. Uh, how can they connect and tell us about the different uh, social um, well, you know, I made my YouTube really easy. I, I had a blog that I ended up shutting down because I just, I lost interest in fooling with the writing. Um, so I basically took that domain and pointed it to my YouTube channel. <laughs> so they, if they just go to DOD fam, uh, so dose of dad, DOD fam.com that will link them directly to my YouTube channel. Uh, they can search YouTube for Dose of Dad. I'll be the first result there. Um, uh, Twitter, I'm available on Twitter. I've got Instagram, but I don't use it. You know, uh, Facebook, DoD Fam YT. Uh, my Twitter handle is the same thing, DoD Fam YT. Um, you know, yeah, shoot me a message. I'd love to hear from people. Love to talk with you. Here, I, I love hearing other people's stories because uh, that's the one thing I've learned doing this is everyone's got a story and they're all vastly different and we all have different struggles. So, um, it may not be something that, that I know personally that, of, that I can relate to, but who knows, I may have some words of wisdom or, you know, you may say something to me that makes me look at something in an entirely new light. So it's, it's, it's good to open up those conversations. I'll have those links below. I love your URL, by the way, the DOD fam. What are the chances of having a six-letter uh, uh, URL here in 2018? So dodfam.com and also uh, DOD fam. I'll have those links uh, below so people can click right through and uh, follow along. Uh, so thank you again, Daniel, for your time. And uh, apologies if there was any uh, bad, bad Wi-Fi or hiccups. Uh, life is a digital any of those hiccups. Uh, uh, and uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us on both YouTube. And leave videos that really helps us out. Uh, we're we're going to be continuing doing interviews. So if you'd like to be featured on our show as well, reach 
out and we'd love to feature you as well. And uh, we want you guys to take action. Uh, you know, uh, so what action are you going to take as a result of this show in terms of your own journey as the dad and um, you know it's about YouTube if you haven't started your channel maybe uh, today's the day you uh, push record and, and upload that, that first video started so let us know and we'd love to support you in your own journey so happy vlogging everyone and thanks for tuning into this episode